Hey, it's Scott Rosberg with the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And before we get into today's episode, I just want to make you aware that uh, for those of you who read my first fiction book last year called Ultimate Team Player that came out at Christmas, uh, the sequel to it, book number two in the series, is coming out the, at the very end of July. And uh, so I want to make you aware, if you, if you read the first one, you're going to love the second one. The first one followed a young man named Remington Roberts through his junior year basketball season and um, followed him and his teammates and, and their coaches as they tried to achieve some lofty goals. Unfortunately, they had one teammate who made things quite difficult and provided a lot of challenges and obstacles. Well, this time around, the new book is called Trouble and Discovery. And in Trouble and Discovery, we have a new teammate who's moved in from out of state, and this one, too, provides some issues and some, some problems. However, it's Remington and his, his good friend's uh, senior year, and uh, they're going to do everything possible to achieve their even loftier goals for this season. And, uh, and there we have some issues with the coach and the coach struggling as well. So uh, I think it's, uh, it, the book has a lot of great lessons for, t- for athletes. It has a lot of great lessons for coaches. I wrote it for middle school through high school and college age athletes and then their coaches. So if you fall into any of those categories or you know somebody who does, I think you'd really enjoy it. You don't have to be a basketball person to like it. The lessons apply to all sports and actually to a whole lot more than just sports. So uh, if you want to read Ultimate Team Player first before re- getting Trouble and Discovery, uh, I've got it on Amazon on a 99-cent special. So Go to Amazon, get that right now, so that you can read that before uh, Ultimate Team, or excuse me, before Trouble and Discovery comes out at the end of July. Uh, Trouble and Discovery is on a pre-order uh, situation either right now or in the next couple of days, so you'd be able to order it, and then the day it, it releases, that'll uh, be either July 29th or 30th, um, you'll have device you listen on. So, and if you would prefer the the paperback, that'll just release on that release date. So, anyway, just wanted to make you aware of that and I you know, if you have not read the first one, you don't have to read it in order to understand and enjoy the second one, but it would help. So, Anyway, there you go. That's my little plug for the book, and I'll tell you a little bit more about it next week. Uh, But right now, let's get to the episode. Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to helping coaches create successful team experiences through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. In each episode, we'll discuss one quote that I've found can be inspirational, motivational, and helpful on your coaching journey to become your best, so you can help your teams become their best. So lace them up tight, focus on your target, listen up and take notes as we dive in to today's Great Quote for Coaches. All right, welcome back to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is episode 70 of the podcast. And for those of you who have been following us for a while, you know that we have been making our way through uh, quotes in support of John Wooden's Pyramid of Success. And we've made our way through all of the building blocks in the first 16 episodes. We went through the fifth, his definition of success and then the 15 building blocks. And then last week, we started in on what he calls the mortar that binds the different building blocks together. And so 
Uh, today, we continue with the concept of the mortar. So it's our second element, mortar element. And this one is sincerity. And um, I like this one because it links together with some of the blocks really well. And I, if you remember last week, I said, wouldn't talked about the concept that with the mortar, you could kind of move it around. It could go in different spots other than, than the last couple that he felt should be at the top. But these, th this one, sincerity, really goes well with the building blocks of friendship, loyalty, cooperation, and team spirit. And if you think about those building blocks, that makes total sense, you know, because those types of building blocks deal with interaction with others. And of course, it's not that the other building blocks don't have any interaction with others, but in order to have friendship and loyalty and cooperation and team spirit, you, you have to be interacting with others. Well, he says that sincerity is the mortar that binds those blocks together. And so it's critical if we're going to reach the apex of the pyramid, that we have sincerity. Um, and I like the way he puts this. He says, and by the way, as I've said before, this is all, the ideas are coming from Coach Wooden's Pyramid of Success by John Wooden and Jay Carty. And so I refer to that a lot, and then, then I've got a variety of quotes from various people for you um, in support of these different concepts and today in support of sincerity. But Wooden said, sincerity may not make a friend, but it will keep one. And I like that because, of course, we will meet people throughout our lives and establish friendships at various points in our lives and not really know if this is going to be a true friend. It'll take a while for that to happen. And only when we find out that they are truly sincere that we will be able to continue to be friends with them and keep them at friends, as friends. Um, you know, once a person knows our word, once a person knows our character and who we really are, you know, that we've been able to withstand the various things that we go through uh, in, in relationships, that's when you can establish a firm, you know, kind of, of relationship with somebody and then you can maintain that through many years. You know, think about the, the close friends that you have and that you've had through all the, the years of your life. I have a, a variety of people who are coming to mind. My best friend, and I've interviewed him on, I can't remember what episode I had Bob on, but Bob Kuykendall uh, interviewed him on, on one episode of the podcast because he's been a coach for 40 years now. Well, we've been friends. I'm 60 years old, and we've been friends since probably when I was five, six, right in there. I think five. I was five. That's a friendship that stood the test of time, I'd say. And I think we all have friendships that in our lives that are that way. Well, they wouldn't last if there wasn't sincerity. You know, when we find a, a true friend, one that can be counted on, you know, during times of need, and that they don't just, their values don't blow around in the wind, um, and they'll be there for us, you know, they stand up for us, we are far more apt to stand up for them as well. And, um, and that's a critical component in any friendship. Well, it's also a critical component in team settings. If we are going to create the best uh, possible chance for success in any organization, we have to be able to count on the people in that organization. And so you think about the blocks that we had of friendship, loyalty, cooperation, team spirit. All of those required us being able to count on somebody else. Well, sincerity is the thing that 
lubricates all that, that binds all that together. Uh, Wooden talks about various places where sincerity, you know, occurs, but the one for us as coaches is when you think about players, you know, and your players, if they know that you truly care for them, if they know that you are sincere in what you say and how you approach them and how you treat them, you will be able to establish relationships with them in such a way that, again, it will bind you together. And then when players know that you care about them as individuals, you have such a better chance at you guys achieving the success you seek because they're going to give you as their coach that much more. They're going to seek to give their absolute best. And, and a lot of it is they won't want to let you down. You know, they, they're, they're, they feel this relationship is so strong because of the sincerity they see from you and hopefully you see from them that they just want to do all that they can to make things work the best that they can. Brings this kind of dynamic to life. Um, you know, you're going to have people who are going, so you're going to have success in, in these, in the, you know, in your organizations at various times. Um, that can, you know, so certain people as they achieve recognition or, you know, success, whatever it might be, it could alienate some others. We have the success. It could alienate us from some other people. So there's always going to be others out there who might bring, want to bring us down, keep us down, keep, you know, or keep us from climbing to the top, whatever that may be. Well, those people are not going to be people that we're building friendships uh, based on sincerity with. It just, it just won't work that way. You're going to have people who are going to disagree with you. And you're going to have people who, no matter how hard you try, no matter what you do, you will not be able to produce positive results in terms of advancing that relationship. We don't want it that way. But you just can't force those things if they're not there. And, and so as long as we are sincere in what we're trying to do and in trying to communicate with these people, then we gave it our best shot. Whether they want to come on board or not, whether they want to be sincere in return and offer all that they can to the relationship too, that's going to be up to them. So I think that's an important point that it's, it's kind of an interesting way that Wooden looks at this. He said, having people in our lives who continue to be alienated from us doesn't mean we can't be successful. However, there's a caution. If we find that it's the norm for us to leave people floating and drifting and drowning like debris in our wake, then we aren't a success regardless of the recognition the world gives us. So we need them too if we're going to truly climb this pyramid of success. He says, without sincerity, we will alienate people needlessly. With sincerity, we will have an abundance of friends and be one step closer to success. And so understand that we're going to have our moments where everything's going to work. We're going to bond. We're going to bond with certain people really well. We're going to stay, stay tight with them and close with them through the years, just like I mentioned my friend Bob. But we're also going to have people who, eh, this one just didn't, isn't working out that well. If we 
are not sincere in our approach to them, they are not going to want to follow us or join us in this endeavor, and vice versa. If they are not sincere in their approach, we're not going to want them on there. And so we don't want to alienate people. And the, and the way that we alienate so often is if we are not sincere in our actions, in our words, in our desires and the thoughts that we have and that, that we then express. So we have to make sure that we show sincerity to the people in our lives. And of course, in this, you know, for, for the purposes of what we're doing here, in, on our teams and in our organizations where we are trying to establish some type of success. Because with that kind of sincerity, then we can climb that pyramid. So I like that idea a lot. And uh, I've got five quotes, I believe it is, five of this concept of sincerity. Again, this is a wide variety of, of people. The first one is from French novelist and playwright Jean Giraudoux, I believe is how you would say it. He said, the secret of success is sincerity. <laughs> that just kind of gets right to the heart of what, what we're talking about here. We're talking about success. And he says the secret to it is sincerity. I mean, it's one of those things that I think often gets overlooked. But if you want to have success, and especially on teams, there has to be sincerity amongst the people on that team. Now, the next one comes from the Mahavira. And I looked this person up because I found the quote. And I looked him up, he was from the 6th century Jain spiritual leader, kind of like in the Buddhist realm, but not Buddhist, but some, someone in that kind of realm. You'd have to look it up, the Mahavira. And he said, by sincerity, a man gains physical, mental, and linguistic straightforwardness and harmonious tendency. That is, congruence of speech and action. And so I liked this because... He's bringing in all elements of who we are, physical, mental, linguistic, okay? And talking about it, how we, we, when we live with sincerity, there's a harmony that we have here. And then our words and our actions are congruent. They are working in the same direction. And I like that concept a lot. Kind of the way he said it might have been a little bit, um, you know, I had to kind of go through it a few times to fully understand. But I like that idea that sincerity really provides us the chance to have harmony. Uh, Bruce Barton, American author, ad executive, a politician eventually as well, said the essential element in personal magnetism is a consuming sincerity, an overwhelming faith in the importance of the work one has to do. So I like this in that it's a little different. It's not necessarily people-to-people sincerity, although, of course, I'm sure he also felt that that was necessary. But he's talking about that, that you have to be sincere about what you are doing. You have to feel strongly that what you are doing is important. And so when you show that kind of sincerity then those who you lead and those who are on your team with you can also pick up on that, that level of sincerity and the importance that you've attached to what you're doing, and hopefully they will climb on board. So I like that one because it's a little different than where um, you know, the other things we've talked about so far with sincerity. Uh, Jack Canfield, the, one of the guys from the Chicken Soup for the Soul series of books, said, when you really need help, people will respond. 
Sincerity means dropping the image facade and showing a, will a willingness to be vulnerable. Tell it the way it is, lumps and all. Don't worry if your presentation isn't perfect. Ask from your heart. Keep it simple, and people will open up to you. I like that a lot, and I like that he uses a word in here, vulnerable, that I have really started doing, um, I don't want to say a lot of research on, but I've certainly seen it come into a lot of the things that I've read and listened to. Uh, read anything by Dr. Brene Brown, and you're going to see the importance of vulnerability and being vulnerable with your teams and with your families and with other people uh, and as leaders. And it's a word that coaches really don't like. And so I'm going to be doing a lot more with the concept of vulnerability in, in other things that I do, probably some of these podcast episodes, certainly in some of the, uh, the things that I write and some of the things that I'll be working on in that way. But, but I like this concept that, you know, it's dropping that image uh, facade and showing that willingness to be vulnerable, being extremely open with others and, you know, not worrying about what do I look like? What am I, how am I coming off? Just being simple, straightforward, and speaking from the heart. Boy, if our kids, you know, saw that from us and heard that from us, you know, in a more, um, you know, consistent fashion, uh, they would enjoy the experience more and get more out of it. And our chance for success would be that much greater too. I'm going to wrap up with one from um, Eric Cantona, a former soccer player and an actor as well. And this one just speaks spoke to me because it's about kids. And, uh, and you know, this is great quotes for coaches, and most of you who are listening to this probably work with kids. But he says, children go where they find sincerity and authenticity. And I like that so much because, you know, if you're fake, if you aren't being real with them, you know, your kids aren't going to follow you. They're not going to go wherever it is that you're wanting to, to go and take them and, and whatever you're going to want to do. You have to be authentic with them, and you have to be sincere with them. And uh, so one simple sentence like that really gets at the heart of what I think Wooden was trying to get across in this, uh, this mortar element of the pyramid of success. And so, yeah, that, uh, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I'm really enjoying the concepts that wooden has brought so far into the the mortar ideas here and um, next week we will move to the next element of mortar that he uh, that he discussed and this one's going to be adaptability and oh i've <laughs> i've done my share of writing on this one in other realms uh through the years for coaches and for teachers and for leaders. So I've always liked this one. I'm looking forward to, to being able to come, come back next week to talk with you about adaptability on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. As I always ask, please do us a favor and leave a short review and subscribe to the podcast. Your reviews garner that much more interest in the podcast and get that many more people hearing the messages of inspiration and impact through the use of quotes that we share on this show. Also, check out slamdunksuccess.com. That's our site where we have so much more to offer to anybody who is interested in working to become the best they're capable of becoming. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches. Coaches.